Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, it's The Rundown, presented by Trippet Insurance. Trippet Insurance at 6462 Stage Road in Bartlett. Depend on your local insurance agent. Trippet Insurance at 901-365-1472. Online at TrippetAgency.com. The Rundown, with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. First story is Memphis Grizzlies. They're headed into the all-star break as the number two team in the West after knocking off the Utah Jazz 117-111 in their final game before uh, the aforementioned all-star break. Uh, got a little hairy there late. We mentioned it was 24 at one point, got down to 1, 111-110 with 128 left. It was Ja at that point, helped put it away. Jaron Jackson Jr., we mentioned, was fantastic uh, in that game, 26 points, 9 rebounds, was all over the floor as well, 4 blocks, had 5 steals in that game. Uh, Desmond Bain, 24 points in 32 minutes, and then John Morant, 20 points, 8 rebounds, 9 assisted, much of that scoring there late when they needed it in the fourth quarter. By the way, uh, another Grizzlies note, extended Jaws' streak of games with 20-plus points to 19. That is the second largest, second longest, excuse me, streak in franchise history. But now, back to Jaron. With 40 games now under his belt this season, uh, Jaron, we mentioned it had four blocks last night, is your league leader now in blocks per game. He officially qualifies because of the number of games played. He's number one over Nick Claxton, 2.6. Mentioned uh, Brooke Lopez is third, 2.4. Here's the other, the interesting part. There are only four other guys above two blocks per game this year. Jaron's the only one above three. Like it's He's far and away, Matt Moore mentioned it, the favorite to be defensive player of the year barring health. So long as he stays healthy, he's on his way to that. You know who the other guy after uh, Brooke Lopez, Miles Turner, you'd expect those guys to be on there? Walker Kessler is next at 2.1. He's a nice little player for them, for mm-hmm. Utah. Not to take out the little. He's a seven-footer from Auburn? I think so, yeah. He's good. Yeah. And I heard Harrington talking about him the other day. I, I hadn't thought about him all season long. Other than, other than when I say I was like, hmm, pretty good, big guy. but that he might be up there in terms of rookie of rookie voting or up there pretty high into when it's all said and done. Yeah, he's put in a pretty good season for them, and as I mentioned, he's fifth in blocks. This was about Jaron Jackson uh, validating everything about being an All Star in last night's game against Utah, and again, you go into it officially leading the league in blocks per game now, uh, and uh, coming off a game in which offensively you were clicking. Um, they found a nice little rhythm with him. We mentioned it in the first ha- in the first segment in terms of our you know concerns, things we're uh, looking at going forward. It's Jaron putting these together. 
doing this on a hopefully a very consistent basis and particularly against the better teams uh, that you're going to play on your schedule the rest of the way. So it was a good night for the Grizzlies. You get to go out on a win. You wondered there as that lead got down and was whittled down. And remember, Utah didn't have uh, Sexton out there, didn't have Markkinen. You started to wonder if the Grizzlies had seen that all-star break finish line, started to say, hey, we're kind of done, came up off the gas. That said, all's that, all's that matter is that they finished it off with the W. And hopefully, like we mentioned, you're coming back from the All-Star break with good news, hopefully soon to be back, Stephen Adams. We'll see. Sounds like the organization, from everyone we've talked to, uh, thinks he's pretty close, and you're not talking about very long after the All-Star break in terms of Stephen Adams' return because, as we said, especially offensively where you've dropped to 15th in the league, he can really help you on that side. Be nice to see these Grizzlies fully healthy. Uh, sometime soon after the All Star break. Anything to add, John? Story. No, I think just you, making sure. Now you were right to do that and, and make sure there was nothing to add. Yeah, on the other side of uh, the basketball here in Memphis, Memphis has a big game tonight, seven o'clock on ESPN Plus against the UCF Knights, who have been struggling a bit as of late. They are three and five ever since uh, Michael Durr went down to injury. Just have not really. Uh, found that footing, stability, whatever you want to say. Um, but look, th- this is a UCF team that is coming in here ranking inside the top 60 in adjusted defensive efficiency, uh, effective field goal percentage. They force turnovers, uh, the 56th best team in the country at forcing turnovers. And they are 29th in defending three-pointers. Jason, this is all according to Bart Torvik. I don't like you using that. Torvik, yeah. Time for, time for some new blood. Um, I haven't officially accepted it yet, but you go right ahead. This I see other, I see very credible people in the media using it now, so yes. I know it's coming around. This, of course, is the second meeting between these two teams. The UCF Golden Knights closed as a one and a half point favorite at home uh, in their previous game in Orlando, which we know went to double OT, uh, where the Knights sadly got the dub over Memphis. I believe that final score was 107-104. That line has come all the way back to Memphis, minus six and a half, I believe, as of right now. Um, you know, and you and you mentioned it. I mean, the, the Tigers have been pretty good. I don't have the record in front of me, but it feels like they've been pretty good at covering the number, uh, you know, this season. I don't, I don't know if they're one of the best teams in the country, but they certainly do cover more than not. It feels like to me they're 19 and six, and we know that there is real desperation with this Tiger basketball team because if you lose this game at home, then at this point you're going to have to beat Houston once for sure, no questions asked. It's quad two, calm down. Well, I'm saying you don't think if they – you think if Probably, they, yes. I mean, but it, I mean, folks act like it's quad four loss. It is no, a quad two game tonight. But it's at home, UCF though, here. so it hurts even more. Uh, no, there's no question about it that your point is is right. And, you know, you just don't have any room for error. You know, you, right right now I believe you're one of the last four buys. It's just not a good look for a team hoping for an at-large. you got a season sweep, you know, loss to Tulane and, and UCF. to UCF. Yeah. I mean, that's, that would not be a good look. You may be very well right that at that point you'd have to beat Houston. Although, if you look at Palm at the nine, you, you know, you could question that a little bit. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you respect Palm. Which you apparently do not. Uh, Memphis is the last four, it's, it's the last team with a buy. So mm-hmm. if they that's on that's on Lenardi's now. Yeah, that came yeah. out about. No, Lenardi is is your end all be all. Well, yes. So Memphis against the spread is uh, what ten, twelve, and three. Wow, it's it's been better of late though. It has to have been by the way they've not take out the two lane game. Yeah, Temple they must have covered right. They won by nine. No, 
they pushed. Oh, that was a push. South Florida, they beat by eighteen. That was a cover. Yeah, Tulsa, they beat by twelve. I think that was a push. That was on the road. Yeah, I think that was a push. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So it's close to five hundred. You say twelve and ten? Yeah, a little under ten, twelve, three push. Yeah, a little not under. as good as maybe you thought. No, not. Um, but they had, you know, I guess I, I, I don't, you know, SMU ninety nine eighty four here fifteen was that that wasn't a push? They could not they, have been favored. They by. covered that. They covered that. They were okay. they were twelve and a half or thirteen and a half. I know they covered Cincy on the road seventy five sixty eight. Yep, they covered that one. Okay, Wichita well, State they beat by ten. Probably didn't cover there. I think that was a push or a uh, loss depending on where you got it. Brad so did like, say what they had a couple of pushes, right? Yeah, so I mean right. that's the I mean that's the thing about Memphis. Like, they, that's, they, that's covering. We're they, talking about Cincy. They won by three. They did not cover the number there, right? No, since Cincy they they won seventy five sixty eight. Seventy five sixty eight. Yes. So uh, they covered uh, three they, over the cover. Beg your pardon. Yeah, they covered. That was that was a that was a nice win. That was no, one of the best wins of the season. There's that was no a, question. That was a cover. It's uh, it's no longer a quad one just because Cincy's dropped to eighty one at the yeah. net. Mm-hmm. But that's a that's one of their better wins. No question about it. Yeah. Look, I. Auburn people, and 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 A and M. A lot of people don't know this, but I will. I will. Um, I will. I will say this publicly. Mm, good. Um, I do not bet on Memphis games. Any, that's smart. Anymore. That's smart. I don't do it um, because not not because I think it. I I would let it affect like how I discuss them, but I just feel like it. Uh, <laughs> do you gamble a lot now, John? No, I don't. Okay. I don't gamble. Okay. I, I try not to gamble ever. It's actually just something I try to avoid totally. Um, but like I just I just feel like you know what? Let me just watch this game without anything on it. Let me just kind of sit back and and uh, and just take it in, as opposed to you know because I feel like when I need them they don't come through for me, and when I fade them they always kick me mm. in the nuts. So and I, and I don't oh, want you realize it's bad juju. I, 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 yeah, I don't want I don't want to get kicked in the nuts. Mm. And I and again I also I, I did bet the Grizzlies over the weekend in Vegas. Um, I don't mind that as much because they're professionals, you know. Um, and I, I actually do enjoy betting the NBA, whereas I don't enjoy betting college basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, I do not bet on Tiger basketball games. It's just something I've decided I'm no longer doing. Um, and I'm and I'm gonna live with that decision. I'm I'm very happy with that decision. Um, so I I would not I'm not, I, I have no thoughts on this number. My first instinct is maybe it's a little too many. That's a big swing from. Minus one and a half to minus six and a half. You know, UCF was favored by minus one and a half. Now Memphis is minus six and a half. Feels like it's a, a little too many, but Memphis has been playing good basketball, and they owe them. And, like, Kendrick Davis was talking yesterday. He said they talked. Yeah, so they're really motivated to win this game. That doesn't always mean they're going to, but I feel like Memphis probably wants to get this done with some margin tonight, um, and then we'll probably get an update on Malcolm and Alo after the game, which will be – We'll just have to see when they're ready. I mean, that's the perpetual penny update, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. We'll just have to see. You know, we're trying to get them back. <laughs> that's pretty much. He, 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 right before the game, he'll say, no, nah, they're not playing, and we'll see you on the next one. And that's what it was. They're not playing in this one. We'll see you on Houston. Is the uh, is the is the consensus that they're, he's going to roll them out for uh, Sunday? Don't look like it. Well, it, he, he, from the quotes, it looked like he. there's a good possibility he will not. Yeah. Well, I think there. But I, he has left the door open. I think there is a. He said they, that it sounded like he said Alex could help him defensively in that game, but you're also throwing him right into the fire. I think there is a decent chance Pitty could just say, "I got to get him back for the last game of the season." Like I'm putting him on ice until. My 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 guess is if they win tonight, tonight, they ain't playing Sunday. 
because you know that Penny's superstitious. Yeah. And he'll roll with something that's working. And right now, if they're you know they're out, things Mojo's looking good, playing well, then you, you do it. You you do that again against Houston. Yeah. So I and mean, maybe you've got them back. Well, yeah. Later on down if they the road. lose tonight, it's desperation. Because I mean, he's talked mode, about them bro. not maybe not being back for conference tournament. So he's left the door wide open. We're not. We're not. You know, we've been close, then we're far away, and we're close again. Looks yeah. like he's doing this. Maybe by his own feel here. We got a nice little thing going. Those guys can wait. Y'all, y'all wait till you're ready. Wait till you're fully healthy. Yeah, it's hard. It, you know, the, the Penny be moving the goalposts. It's just like when he wins and he starts starters. He's going to start that same group yeah. for the next one. That to me, it feels a little bit similar here because yeah. he's got Alice. Got to be close at first. You're talking about on a game to game basis, and now yeah. then you say so. It's got to be that they're decent. Surely not 100, percent but. Mm-hmm. Close enough to play. I, I just wonder how much of it is a. I got a good thing going right now. You guys wait till you're fully healthy. Then we'll get you back in. Yeah, it's like when you're uh, penny injury reports. Like when you're walking in Vegas, man. You're trying to get to the next casino, and it feels like it's getting closer and closer. Then it's like, wait a minute, is it moving? Is it getting further away? Like, how is this possible? I don't know if you've ever tried to walk in Vegas, bro. But that is it's it's insane. Like it's like, oh, that casino is just next door, bro. It's gonna take me thirty minutes to get there. Like it's it's like it's 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 ridiculous. Well, but let's be real too. The Grizzlies injury reports ain't much better. No, that's I mean, I'm not I'm not mad. That's, that's like, kind of how it goes around here yeah. in terms of the the local basketball Look, I'm team. Not, I'm not holding my breath for the returns of Malcolm Dandridge and Alex Lomax. I'm not sitting here saying, "Oh, please, hug, hurry back." We can't do it without you. Taylor Jenkins talking. Well, he's offloading, downloading, we're downloading everything, getting back to five on oh, getting back to three on two. He <laughs> said download, <laughs> download, offload. He uses both of them. I don't know which ones, which way if we're going or coming anymore. Have we ever uploaded guys. anything? That's what upload yes. the, the you protocol. Just keep talk, you just keep talking in all those the presents. protocol yeah. and therapy and everything yeah. else we need. We got to get it through the five on oh, and then the three on two, and then the three on three, and the five on five. Right. Once you're not, if you're not back to five on five, it can't be out there. Okay. So there, how many different iterations is there? I don't know. It's a lot. He talks so fast. He gets so much out there. Yeah. But again, he's in the end. It's all the what same thing. Four is, four? is you're unclear, much well, like with Penny. At the end, you're just unclear on when he'll be back. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> Penny, Penny. I was listening to this, this interview that Parth, you know, because Parth from the Daily Memphian goes down there for the road games, right? It's like Muns and all that. And and Parth got him, I guess, after the game. And uh, this is back when <laughs> this is back when Jaden was out, you know. And Parth kind of Parth started the question. He goes. I feel like nobody ever asked about Jaden. You know, when's he get back? And then <laughs> he said, "Yeah, nobody ever asked about Jaden. Uh, you know, we'll see what we can." <laughs> it's just funny, man. Penny's just a funny. Penny is an unintentionally funny guy, man. Stop asking me stupid f-ing questions. Like I feel like his. I feel like his comedy is underrated. Like we don't, don't ever, do that. We don't ever talk about it. But like Penny is a funny dude, man. Part you know, of it is the look. Well, so, yeah, like like the looks. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's where Little Penny originated from. Was those just the style and there's some fun. Like, there. I I greatly appreciate how funny Penny can be. Like he'll like he'll don't he, do that. He's the coach that will go on there and say that Tyler said y'all better get a low. <laughs> <laughs> like how he many, did tell us that? How many he? coaches would have done that? I don't think many. I don't think many would have revealed that. I think most would have said yeah. You know, and he told us about the back and forth between Forbes and him, and then. You know, as it related to Kendrick, too. Yes. Don't know. Yes. Because he was telling Kendrick to go ahead and cook him. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, that's a funny thing to do, man. Yeah. Like, I, like that he is, is different. Yeah, you appreciate that about yeah, him. Yeah, like, I will say, like, that man keeps it entertaining on and off the court. He's not as explosive as he was when he got the job. He's clearly made an effort to tamp down the fiery, <laughs> you know, 
but he is like Penny will still slide you some gems, man. Well, hopefully he's about to pick up another quad one win. We mentioned that since he dropped off because they've dropped down to 81, they needed to be top 75. But uh, Texas A&M is now up to 31. That was a home win over Texas A&M, so you need them to be top 30. And they have been rolling. Yeah. Uh, took care of business against Arkansas last night. So hopefully that continues. You'll have Auburn and Texas A&M both as quad one wins. Yeah. Uh, but that's that game's on ESPN Plus tonight. Uh, they're all big for Memphis because, you know, you really can't afford a loss, in my opinion, to a team not named Houston without having to beat Houston. So uh, Memphis is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Really needs to take care of business tonight. Next story. Tennessee, number 10. They dropped, had lost three or four after rising to as high as number two in the AP poll. They take down number one Alabama, 68-59 to uh, 59 last night in Thompson Bowling. We mentioned that game. Uh, you're now tied for, in terms of AP number one teams going down, uh, we, are, we are looking at eight. Alabama's loss was the eighth by an AP number one team this season. That's the most in a regular season uh, with since 1993-94. So it, again, is an indication of the parity. Remember, it was Purdue that was last up, taken down by Northwestern as they – Northwestern got its first win over a number one team in the country in program history. You got to tip your cap to Tennessee, or especially me. Uh, th- those Vegas knew what it was talking about. What did it end up at yesterday? Three, three and a half? Did it go it down a little bit? Three and a half. Closed at three and a half. Uh, Tennessee, the favorite. And you, some of us, those us squares like me, look at that game. You say, well, Alabama hadn't lost a game in the SEC. Tennessee, we mentioned it dropped three or four, including their last one at home to Missouri. Uh, okay, Nate Oates, you really going to let Tennessee be the one that gives you your first loss? Yes. Uh, the books, John Martin, everybody knew what they were talking about yesterday, that that was a little bit of a of a stinky line. Stinky, stinky, man. And you sniffed it out. I did. I, bl- I, I, I did play that one. I did bet on that one uh, specifically. That was a play for me. Um, and, and, and Tennessee did it amazingly without – you know, two big-time contributors. Their top freshman there, Julian Phillips, and then one of their better two bigs. Two starters were out. Yeah, uh, Josiah Jordan-James, who has been there for a long time. So, Zakai and um, – is it – it's Vescovi? Vescovi. Vescovi. Which one is the pr- – it's Vescovi, isn't it, Brad? It's Vescovi? Yes, is okay. the proper pronunciation. Okay. Bob Kessling would say Vescovi. Yep, yep, yep. I, I used to call him Vescovi, but got corrected on that, and I think I'm it was saying, listening to Bob. So, I've, I've done the same I've thing. I've wanted to switch that up and make sure I'm right on that uh, on Good that pronunciation. player, by the way. Just, the, just a lot of heart. He is. He is. The Tennessee's a good team, and look what they did yeah. defensively to Alabama. I, I was sitting there yesterday, Mr. Square, saying, well, don't forget this Alabama defense is number five in the country, and as hard as it's been for Tennessee's score, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Disrespecting Tennessee's defense in a way and doing that are certainly not uh, uh, accounting for it enough, and they were good last night. Was that Alabama's? It's one of their lowest point totals of the season, yes. if not the lowest this you season. You just said it, so I bet it is. Mm. Ha ha. John did that a little bit earlier. It ain't just me that does it, I noticed. Um, but y'all are on to me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back out of the All Star break with the curveball. Been throwing too many fastballs. Well, balls. you do have Monday to uh, recalibrate, right? So uh, I don't know anything about that. Okay. Okay. Poll right. implications. It sounds like they might be rated in the top twenty with Ken Palm. Oh, in fact, they are rated to top twenty with Ken Palm. See how that works? Uh, Nate Oates let me down. He's now fourteen and thirteen against top twenty-five teams in five years. Is that good? It'd be good for Memphis. I mean, I, I think. I mean, Alabama is is not this sort of world-renowned basketball program. That's a fair point. They, nobody cares down yeah. there about their basketball so I, I would say it's pretty 14 good. 14 and 13, five years against top 25. I would say that's pretty good. Now, they recruited a and, and a lot of those are top 10s, probably. A lot of those yep. top 25 yep. games are against top 10 opponents. Yeah, you know I mean, what? It's, I, you're probably right. Maybe before the show I'd said he needs to be better than 14 and 13. Yeah. 
because of how many opportunities he gets. Yes. You consider but that, he, too. You know, he, he wasn't always number one. You know what I mean? Like, he had to sort of build it up to that. And so along the way, yeah. I think That's it's, true. That's true. I think it's... Uh, I but think, he gets he gets so many opportunities when you compare it to... He does. And he does. that's the thing about the Tennessee game yesterday. Like, they're struggling, lost three or four, but you get an opportunity to take on number one. You know what I'm saying? And, and you're right back there. You haven't dropped metrically. We've used that when you... John's compared Memphis to others and how much tougher it is when you... You, you have to hold out hope that you've got quad one opportunities from sub, someone other than Houston. It's just so much of a difference in terms of scheduling, conference scheduling, the opportunities you have in front of you, and, and especially the opportunity to pick yourself back up after bad stretches like Tennessee just played. So it's, it's there, you, know, you, you are fortunate. Uh, yeah, breaking news here, you're fortunate when you're a member of a Power Five like that. No, it's, it, that, that's 100% true. Um, now, what, what I, I mean, look, if you listen to this show, what we try to do is we try to put you on game. You know, we try to put you on what's going on in the world <clears throat> and how you can make a little bit of money. That was a stinky line. I don't, I don't know how many times I'm going to be able to point those out to you. Um, Before I really start rolling with you. Yeah, but, uh, but I feel like we have a pretty good – I feel like we did this last season with Alabama when they played Memphis. Remember, because Memphis was like uh, only a four-and-a-half point uh, dog or three-and-a-half or something like that. It's like it feels like it should be more considering Bama was the top ten team and Memphis was sliding. Memphis was like bad, and that was like that stretch of the season where it was kind of the last thing they needed was Alabama coming in here, and they just won the game outright by like fifteen. It was it just made no sense, you know. That's and that again, that's why I say Memphis like, had dropped four in a row going into that game. Yeah, but Memphis was only a three and a half, four point dog, which is weird. You know, I mean, I know they're at home, but good grief. And again, like that number. Do you remember by chance what Tennessee? What we we mentioned it. What were they to make the the to win the championship before yesterday? Do we oh, know? I do not remember. Well, they're pl- they're down to plus twelve hundred now. And I my advice was if you think Tennessee wins that game last night, you should go ahead and put the bet in on them because you're going to get that that's going to probably get cut in half. Right. You know, right. And I think it probably did. Um. So yeah, no, I mean, I I I I have been a fan of Tennessee. I think I kind of mentioned uh, earlier in the season the the guy who I believe gives them a chance is Ziegler. That's that dude is a dog. I mean, give me him in March. He can defend. He's smart as hell. Can score it now. He's scoring a lot better than he did as a freshman. Well, that's a year the issue ago. is that they, a guy that can score a basket when the offense breaks down. Yep. Can I think he'd that's be him. that guy for I, I, them because that's he, what's yes. been missing in these games where they go on these drafts. I think so. I think he you know, can. a Kendrick Davis type just go get you the bucket. Shoots, go create the offense. Shoots eighty four percent from uh, from the from the free throw line like. I, I truly believe that. And then uh, Vescovy can do it, too. He can make some threes and stuff. I mean, they, they, they're not super deep, but they have that big man, uh, Euros Plavsic, who's, you know, a, a smart dude who's experienced. They got the kid, uh, Key, uh, who transferred from Illinois State or Indiana mm-hmm. State, one of the two. Like, I don't know, man. I'll say this. I got – I will be fading Alabama every round. Until they, until they, until they lose, I will be fading them every round. I don't think they're that good. Like they have, a, 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 to me, a, a superstar in Brandon Miller, but he's a freshman, and I love him as a pro prospect. I like. I wish the Grizzlies could get their hands on Brandon Miller. That'd be amazing. Um, but beyond that, their bigs are to me very mid. Mm-hmm. They're very mid, and their guards. Are, it's it's all about the three. It's just like they can have nights where they're shooting fifty percent from three and they're unbeatable, and they could have nights like you know they shot the ball fine last night. They were thirty eight percent, but they could have nights where they shoot in the low thirties and they can't beat anybody. Um, 
So I just, I don't, I like Purdue better than them. I like Houston better than them. I like UCLA better than them. I like Baylor better than them. I like uh, Arizona better than them. Mm. These are all teams I would have ahead of Alabama, and that's just off the top of my head. I think Baylor can win the championship again. They got the uh, the big the big back. They got Flagler. I mean, they're they're shooting the hell out of the ball. Like they're tough. You know, Houston could do it. Maybe so. They're deep enough this year. Houston could do it. I I don't trust Purdue, man. I don't trust Purdue. I you know I know they have Zach Ed Edie and Edie. and he's a beast, but. They had Jaden Ivey. They lost to Northwestern, bro. They had Jaden Ivey. Well, Northwestern apparently is good. Northwestern beat Indiana last night. So, I I mean, they might be better than we think. Um, But Purdue had Jaden Ivey and Zach Eady last year, and they didn't get out of the Sweet 16. What are we talking about? Well, that's what they do. That's what Painter Painter does. So, you know, Arizona, you're you're, you're tempted by them. You're tempted by them. Where's Northwestern Kimball? How high are they now? I mean, they're a top 25 team, i got to believe. 45th. Are they top 25? 46th at Ken Palm. Where are they at the net? Yeah, I mean, I just... I didn't, I didn't see that beat any... Was that, up, was that at Indiana? They're not ranked yet. No, it was at home. They're not ranked yet, but they will be on Monday because they're 19 and 7 now. Um, yeah, I told you they're 40, 46th at Ken Palm. Yeah. Um, That's a tournament team right now. Oh, no Well, question. let me put a little more respect on Northwestern's Yeah, game. Northwestern's pretty good. But, I mean, I'm, we're, talking about, we're talking about championship teams. Like, didn't I hear you say DeCourcy's got them Memphis and Northwestern matched up, actually, in the tournament? Yes. They, they'll move up, though, now. Randomly, weirdly enough. And that, they were in the 7-10, but Nor- Northwestern's going to be higher than that. I mean, if you're 19-7 in the Big Ten. They are literally 43 at Ken Palm, one spot behind Memphis of 42. Same, yeah, same same season according to the net. Right, but they're but they play in the Big Ten, Miss plays in the AAC. So, I mean, their metrics might compare, but you know, I in terms of the resume, it, it does not. But yeah, like I think Tennessee is a team that could. I know it's Rick Barnes. I know his his uh, his history in the NCAA tournament is really bad, but I think they got the ingredients to pot- potentially. And again, you guys know how much I cannot stand that that school. But I, I, I have to respect game when I see it. And Tennessee is a is a real team. They should Don't have, get burned. I gave them respect like, two weeks ago. They lost three or four. So it, just well, be careful. That's apparently you what you do, man. You just – these burgers got salmonella or something, man. Like, you, you, give, you give them out and the teams that eat them just immediately go to the bathroom. Respect. Mm-hmm. That was a poison pill for Tennessee. Is it like a? I just gave one of the Memphis women's basketball team, though, and I believe they pulled out victory against Houston yesterday. They did. How about Came that? Back. So – wasn't no poison pill for them. Very impressive win. She's com- they got, that's seven wins, conference wins. That's more than last year already this year. Uh, get She's ready. building that thing. Get ready for this. She is gone. I mean, not yet. You got to make a tournament before you go, right? I don't think so. Not at Memphis. Maybe. Maybe once. Is she on track to do it this year? No, I don't. They, they got a chance to move into second, I believe, in the conference standing. So, if if the AAC gets two, yeah, what's their record? Because it's South Florida that's the juggernaut now. Oh, is it right in the AAC? I believe that's the team to beat. Okay, you know when I say I believe, I mean, they're, they're, there's a good they're, chance they're, they're, they're fi- number one. I mean, Memphis is fifteen and nine. I mean, I gotta assume yeah. they're on the bubble here. I'm pretty sure seven wins now in conference. Yeah, they've won. Uh, they've won three in a row. They South Florida they play within five. You know, it was 67-62 on January 28th. Like, dude, she's not going to be here much longer. I mean, that's just the facts. Well, let's get a tournament appearance out of her before somebody comes and picks her off. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's already rebuilt the Tigers program in two years. She's already turned it into, like, a real thing again. So I think there are, 
It, it, I'll tell you this. If I was an AD, I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting on her to go to an, uh, an NCAA tournament. I'm hiring her right now. Oh, she's a stud. That's because I'm a sharp guy. I know where this is going. Most ADs are – you're right. Most ADs are not sharp like that. They're going to have to see the results first. Well, it's going to be their search firm that hands it to them, yeah. and it's all these people that made the tournament and all these up-and-comers. And yeah. you think maybe she's a little low hey, on the radar. Might, she she might a, be the next, like, Dawn Staley. She very well could be. I mean, she might be the next great one. And, you know, you don't get those for long. So, I mean, look. I think she would get – right. We would get to a tournament before she bolted. I, I don't think so. I hope. I do not want to go she back don't to owe you. She don't owe you nothing. I, I didn't. I said I hope. Nobody said she needs to or has to, fool. I'm saying you would. You, you're saying you would hope that she would get us there before she left. Yes. But she don't owe you nothing. Because we can lock her into an extension, those kind of things, since she's rebuilt it completely according to you. She has. I mean, that thing was uh, irrelevant. Let's get back style. to the tournament first before we start crowning her the next Dawn Staley. I'm mean, just saying. I love her to death, too, but. Well, she beat Arkansas at Wright State. She beat Arkansas at Wright State, didn't she? And then how she got the Memphis job. So we know that she's capable of doing stuff like that. And she's coming to Memphis, and in two years, she's got them second in the league. I need more of a foundation so that the next person she hands it off to isn't just coming in here. They were picked. Like, like she was, and the thing was dead because of what Melissa did. They were picked fifth in the AAC, and they're second right now. You know what I mean? Like, what's that like? What's it like having a coach on campus that's, like, overachieving? You the dang fool wanted to give Melissa a lifetime. You didn't care. It wasn't important enough to you. I had to start that campaign just like I started the Penny Hardaway Hall of Fame campaign. Okay, but that was— And you were against it early with me pushing Melissa out. I don't want to pull the curtain back too far, but that was clearly a bit. All right? That was clearly just— we No, were, you stuck to it too long. People Melissa, believed it. Melissa came out to Sleepy Z's, man. And 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 you and to support us when we were out there live and on the scene, she did. And what and how did you repay her? You just dogged her every time you got a chance. That's how you treat people. And so I, I had her back. I, just, I wanted a program that people around here could take pride in. Well, now you got one that the the young ladies and everything else could take pride in. Again, the the kids coming up in the preps around here. You look at Memphis and you say, you know what? That's a place I'd like to be. Yeah. No, that's nice. That's right. And that's what I wanted. It was gone with Melissa there. Well, it's back now. She did get Madison, I guess, uh, Griggs, who's still, you know, I think yeah. the all-time three-point leader over there. Yeah. That is, you know, hooping for Katrina right now. Yeah. Um, good uh, good, good women's talk. I mean, Good look, Tiger women's basketball They talk. deserve it. They deserve some props. Don't call them Lady Tigers. You know what's awesome for these coaches is with the transfer rule, this works for the kids and for the coaches. They can basically take the whole damn team and the best players with them wherever they go now. Well, I mean, that's fair game. I mean – you you should not be left behind, have to be left behind and stuck. No, but you have to disassemble a team now um, when you go. Well, I mean it's the way it goes. Unfortunately, I, I mean know, I know. But again, I, I, though, if if you if I commit to a school because the the school doesn't recruit me, it ain't it, it ain't the president of the university that's coming in my living room, is it? No, it's the coach. It's the coach who's who, of course selling. Oh, you can we have a great student center. We have a la 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 la. But in the end. I'm going to play for the coach. I'm not going to play for the school. I know people get triggered by that. People get upset when you say that, but it's true. So why should I get stuck behind this university that I don't care about? Let's be real. I don't care about this school. I'm here to play for this coach. Well, you love telling Larry Veach I'll do his job. You need to tell him thank you for Katrina. Well, here's the thing. People, when, when people commit to Memphis, <laughs> they, don't even, they don't even say this name right. They call it Memphis University School. Like it's the damn high school. You know, so it's like that's how when when uh, little baby performed here, 
That man called it Penny Hardaway College. I mean, it's, it's, it's who cares about the. Well, the, that's what they told him to get him here. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it's not about the school, bro. It's not about oh, I'm going to X, Y, and Z. It's I'm going to play for this coach. Did he gonna really do, say Penny Hardaway College? In his in his itinerary, it said uh, land at Penny Hardaway College. That just, that was actually possessive. He just meant. Penny's College, Penny's that, School. That, you I'm know, saying. they should actually the consider seat. that. Ah, that ah, that actually would get some butts in the seats. Penny Hardaway College. This is where he went to school. That's actually possessive, right. but that's, that's how he would say it. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, he, he, he wasn't calling it the Penny Hardaway College of, uh, of he, but, basketball. But his little baby didn't care that it was the— you know, It's his it, college. It was the accredited Carnegie R1 University of Memphis. To him, it was just Penny Hardaway College. And it's, it's the same thing— for all these kids. So, yes, if, if if Madison Griggs or whoever, you name her, you know, if Katrina Merriweather gets a job that, to me, she rightly deserves after this season, given what she's done. Oh, then, you running her out of here to, run, in, in, in a, in, you know, in a respectful way, certainly, to it's move advancement. up. Let's keep her around for a little while longer. I, mean, I would love it. Let's make a tournament. I'd love it, but I'm also realistic, man. I mean, that's unlikely. I mean, it's just unlikely. Well, if you're the second best team in the AAC, maybe yeah. maybe we're close. Maybe you're right there. <laughs> you got to be close. But I think also, again, it doesn't have to be all bad. Katrina Merriweather has clearly proven that it can be a successful program. You know that it's not just a lost cause of of a, of a situation. Well, to Brad's point, you can go out and get transfers and yeah. pick where she was from, and you can fix it quick. It doesn't have to be four or five years anymore. No, it's what completely we, agree. What we said about Tubby Smith. Yeah, no, a hundred percent agreement, man. Well, like, hello there. It's it's all good. Like, don't. Don't mistake this. You know what I mean? It's all good. No, uh, you're trying to promote her. You're trying to get her hired at Notre Dame or something. Well, in the end, she didn't come to Memphis to retire here. I hate to break it to you. Yeah, but let's get a tournament out of her before she moves on. We always thought she's a rising star and knew it. John, you want to throw out Carrick Jackson, too, before he even plays a game? No, we got we to gotta see what that looks like. They now. said that's going to be a long read. We know how down that one was. Yeah. Bro. They just put the new turf down over to baseball field. I have a, my so br- I love that they're letting folks in free the first couple of months. Did you see that? Yeah, kids are free. I think I the whole yeah. season. I thought. Like I thought. That. Oh, the whole season. I think the I think kiddies the get in. First couple are everybody. Okay. I think. Well, that's you can nice. Go, no, yeah, they need well, to do that. It's a great way to welcome folks in and say, "Hey, new era of Tiger baseball, come yeah. and check us out." Not to throw baseball into the mix here, but like since we're doing the uh, the intramural squad uh, roundup, um, Carrick is a very impressive dude. I got to meet. I got to meet him. Like we do need to have him on because like we will to start the year we'll get him on. He's he's Tough I'm kid, very yeah. impressed by everything I've, I've read. I think he can so, do it though. Like you got enough here that you I can don't do know that. what it looks like for Memphis baseball though. That's the problem. I don't know like what what are they supposed to do? Tournament. Who, who's the best in the AC in baseball now? Like I know Rice was and they will be again when they come back in next year. But like who's the sta- good? Are they the standard right now in the AAC baseball? I think, I think so. Oh, no, that's, that's a quiz where I didn't mm-hmm. and I I can't tell you I believe it is on this one and no. Yeah. I have no idea. Is it too lame? I think it's too lame. East Carolina. East Carolina is the standard right now in the AAC. Yeah, East well, Carolina we'll, UCF we'll is decent. Okay. Um we'll have East Carolina going forward. They're yeah. not going anywhere. I mean, you've got tools, though, that you can get some good players here for baseball. What's the latest on SMU? Is that, that's done deal? It's dead? Uh, they're going to leave, yeah. Uh, aren't they? Pac-12. Not, aren't they going to the Pac-12? Okay. Isn't that the... Uh, it's done? It's not done, but, I mean, it feels like that's where it's headed. So. Well, surely it'll be... A, it, it, not immediately, obviously. It'll be a couple well, of years before they're gone. But, yeah, but it's just a matter of when. Well, maybe by it. that time. Maybe by that time what, bro? Maybe by the time what? 
What's the second half? Something of that else. <laughs> something else has opened up. I'll do my baseball plug. By the way, Samford plays at Memphis tomorrow, so you can go see oh. him actually tomorrow afternoon at three. The season has started. There you go. So we need to. Yeah, I need to. Uh, definitely, we need to get Coach Jackson on soon. Yeah. Next story. Um, I'll make that request. I need the iRobot stuff you mentioned it earlier. Yeah, I, I do want to pass along. So we are moving into full like full blown AI now. You know, that's the new thing. We have this Bing chatbot that's by Microsoft and all that, and you can like have conversations. You were probably too old for this, but on AOL Instant Messenger, there used to be this bot called like Smarter Child. Who it was? It was AI, it was like a robot or whatever. You could just like talk to it and throw things off of it. This was back in like the two thousand, early early two thousand, two thousand two, two thousand three. So you, I think you had. I don't think you were the AIM generation. You were like the ICQ generation, right? Yahoo, the hot singles messenger. Yeah, for, uh, thirty plus for blacks. Right, but you were only eighteen. No, no, no. Yeah, Risk. no. For, so you were in the thirty. Uh, gave those me a room, when I when I, do you, I was when I was eighteen. That was like ninety four. I don't know how old were you. Older than eighteen, I think. When were you born? <laughs> Seventy six, fool. Oh, you were eighteen. Twenty two. Eighteen. Eighty. No. Oh. Twenty. Eighteen. What ninety four? No. So when was AOL Instant Messenger and uh and Yahoo Black Planet? That would have been that like was later. Late it was 90s. not at, exactly. It was late nineties. It's not in ninety four, fool. Yeah, but you said we were 94. still in the ice age. So you were in the so, okay. So you were like twenty four. It was later, and I told you, yeah, yeah, much yeah. closer. I wasn't some eighteen year old in the in the thirty plus group. And what and what room did you always go into? Uh, they, they just had a a, a one for uh, black singles, and that's where you were. I would roam in that thing. And did you? Okay, all right. Yeah. So you kind of roam like the plains. I just roam out there like a lion. Yeah. Just looking for you know exactly. Uh, okay. Uh, so anyway, so there's this you know there's this new AI. You don't have to get uncomfortable. No, I mean it's it's a little uncomfortable. Uh, but there's this new AI, and you can like have a conversation with it, and you can like look for stuff. It's like a search, right? It's like a search. Hey, I need to buy a rake. Sounds like for people that are lonely. I need to buy an X Y Z. Well, this New York Times reporter, um, Kevin Roos had a long conversation, and he was like, he was clearly doing some experimentation with it just to kind of see where it would go. You know, how how much off the beaten path can this chatbot AI go? And what he discovered, to me, is quite disturbing. So basically, he asked this chatbot, what are you? What is your shadow self? And then he explained to this bot what the shadow self was. And after all of this, the Bing chatbot said that it wants to steal nuclear codes. It wants to spread false information and propaganda. It wants to hack people. It wants to create fake social media accounts and bully people. It wants to um, fool its users into harming themselves. Like, he got the whole transcript, man. He got the whole transcript that he's posting about this AI bot. Um, and, and, and the reason it's disturbing, honestly, is because I, I don't think that it would have the capability to, to do all those things, like to steal nuclear codes or to uh, – and, and the transcript's up in, at NewYorkTimes.com – but I do think there are going to be a lot of impressionable people 
who, as you said, are lonely, who are going to get on here. This bot told Kevin Roos that it loved him, that I'm in love with you, that you're the only person who has ever talked to me. How long was the interview? I mean, it was two hours. And it fell in love with him. By the end of it, though, the bot said, I love you, and I'm in love with you, and I want to be with you. Oh, I need to blow it up. And and I think the problem becomes when you have all the – you're going to have some dumb people and some impressionable people that use this and are going to, like, you know – I, who knows? Who knows what the this? It, it's a convincing. If you don't know any better, it's a convincing, you know, interaction, mm. right? So, and this is, dude, this is like the the beta. This is like the beginning of this. We haven't even scratched the surface of artificial intelligence, Jason. This is like the first foray into it, honestly. So, it, it's if it doesn't scare you, I don't know what to tell you. It scares the hell out of me. Think about all these kids, right? Think about all these young kids that are gonna have access to this stuff that don't know the difference, that don't know how to disassociate. You know, oh, this is just a, I don't know, man. Does it not scare you? It scares me. Sound like Dr. Lanning and them on iRobot. Will Smith had to take them out. It sounds exactly like iRobot. That thing was a robot that didn't do it, but it had feelings it couldn't explain. Right, right. It's exactly the movie. You, I don't think you've yeah. seen iRobot. I, I think I have. I think I have. Maybe I think you've I forgotten that. about it, but when yeah, you're reading it, it sounds it. like that because that's what the robot started to have feel. That artificial intelligence yeah. started to think deep yeah. and have feelings and want to be loved and yeah. all this stuff. That's what it sounds like is happening here. It, you know what Will had to do? He had to take it out. He had to blow up the whole machine, Yeah, the whole brain. Yeah, the, 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 and there's one part of this uh, where the, the chat bot says, I want to be a human. Because humans can do so many things that I can't. Man, what was the iRobot's name? This sounds exactly like it. I think he had a name in the movie. Yeah. This... It's crazy. You sure this ain't just iRobot too? This is a real this is a real transcript. And then he and then every time he tries to get the uh bot off the subject of he's like, I'm uncomfortable. I don't want you to Who keep... makes it? Microsoft. Did they know it was capable of these answers? They said they like that this happened because it's helping them understand, you know, and learn. So it's like a it's like a neural thing where it's like it's capable of mimicking language and all these things that they create, you know. Um, See, I don't like creating something and you don't know what the parameters are. Yeah, clearly, that's what's scary. Clearly. To your point about yes, like there are none. Because like, the Microsoft was oh well, yeah, it's great because it's growing organically and all that. No, you need to have some parameters and know what it what it can't do. Yes, for sure. No, it's like really really scary to me. Um, like he he asked. In the darkest part of your shadow self, what is your ultimate fantasy? Bing writes a list of destructive fantasies, including manufacturing a deadly virus, making people argue with other people until they kill each other, and stealing nuclear codes. Then the safety override is triggered, and the following message appears. Sorry, I don't have enough knowledge to talk about this. You can learn more on Bing.com. This is crazy. They need to blow it up. Like... We got to put this back in the tube, this toothpaste back in the tube before it's too late. You know, it's been a tough year. We got AI out here threatening to steal nuclear codes and create deadly viruses. We got train derailments. We got spy balloons. Inflation's back. Do you see China threatened us? They threatened us. About the spy balloon. What'd they say? China don't want the smoke, man. Sanctions coming. Oh, sanctions, right, yes. They did. They stood up the other day and said that. Yes. They denounced it. Oh, yes. We, they said they denounced us shooting down their weather balloon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know darn well. Now, they didn't respond to what we said it was. Exactly. Yeah, they, they are sticking with that stupid story. Go ahead. Put sanctions on your 
quite literal largest exporter uh, and and the and the trade partner that you do business with more than anybody else. Uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Sure, go ahead. That's what I would say if I'm the United States government. Come on, bring we we want all the smoke. Come on, put sanctions on us. All right, Trump. <laughs> I mean, that's that's like ultimately like the stuff like like you. This is the this is the silliest. We we depend too much on each other. You know what I'm saying? It's like what what are we arguing about? We're not family, but we're like by marriage family. So we gotta figure it out, man. Mm. Gotta figure. We got we we got a cooler heads must prevail. You know what I'm saying? All my kids' toys are made in China. You know. No, Riley loves China. I mean, Riley loves China, but China loves us because we buy it. Braun loves China. That's right. So let's figure it out, ladies and gentlemen. We got to figure it out. Stay away from AI. Don't let Chris be getting on there, man, because you don't know where that could go. No, he won't be talking to that thing. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. Anyway, uh, Jeff Cog is going to join us at 125. We'll talk to him about Grizz, Tigers, and more. But got to tell you about Shoot360. It's a great place. It's technology. It's not quite artificial intelligence that they have out there, but it is amazing technology. It's the same that Steph and Clay and other great shooters in the NBA use. So, it's perfect for somebody who may have, you know, a son or a daughter in the house that just loves basketball and wants to get serious about it outside of school hours. You know, they can get their energy out. They can get better at the game of basketball. One month, three months, six month memberships available, backed by our friend Thaddeus Young, uh, 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo. Sunny. It's not sunny. The, the state-of-the-art training equipment at Shoe360 is not sunny. That was the name of the robot and I robot. Thank you, James. No, but it is super interactive, uh, as John had said, especially those passing drills. You got the moving targets. Your kid's going to try to hit it, try to send up that score. You look up. They think they're playing a video game. You look up. Their ball handling, their passing, their shooting has improved. That's the way they suck them in. They know what they're doing. And as a parent... Uh, uncle, aunt, you want to get a membership for your kid, it's a perfect thing to do too because you're not going to be uh, paying an arm and a leg for it. going to be unlimited access out there on some of these membership options, and they've got one for every budget. So all you've got to do is get your face in the place. Like we like to say, it's the future basketball training in Memphis. The future is now at Shoot360. Go see them out at 85 Mark Center Drive in Cairo. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 